0: Right. hey it's a rock and roll bedtime stories bonus episode my name is brian and hey it's murdoch thanks so much for uh listening to us and joining in, in the conversation and brian and i we're big music dorks and you know we try to we did a. we do like a half year thing the best of the year so far and now we're we're going to do the best of of 2022 the songs that we that we like the most or end up listening to the most yeah so uh, here's the thing do you feel good
1: about music in 2022 do you feel yeah. like it was a good year for for rock and roll
0: uh there were there are certain rock rock acts or or even acts like i'm listening to bands don't have real drummers now like i feel it's this was stuff I would have kicked my own ass for like 20 years ago but <laughs> but but yeah I really enjoyed I really enjoyed listening to music not as not as much like as 2020 and 2021 right I, so
1: I, that was my thing I feel like you know I don't know I just feel like this was a little bit of an off year and I also and I'm curious if you feel this way so you said you're listening to stuff without drums right and that sort of thing I had this realization halfway through the year that I just I'm listening to a lot of of dumb music like I've gotten less into where I'm like, oh, look at this artistic vision and look at what they were able to execute. And I'm just like, wow, this sounds really good when I turn it up. <laughs> and I don't know if I think you relate to that at all.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The song I was jamming to in the car the other day was Problem Child by ACDC. And I was like, I can go downstairs and play that right yeah. now. Like yeah. that's you know, like,
1: and I, is that just a product of getting older and and caring slightly less? Like I don't know what that is because typically I'm very concerned about like if it, this list of songs, no one's gonna hear my five that we're adding to our shared playlist and be like, "Wow, he has a really intelligent taste in music. He must be a smart guy." <laughs> like <laughs> they not the other years, I think they would have, but this year they're not gonna think that.
0: Well, I'm just going to say there's a stupid hair metal band in, one in my list, and so I think that disqualifies me for <laughs> that sounding a- like I'm intelligent about anything. And spoiler alert, it's a it's from a
1: reissue, which is almost cheating, but we're going to allow it. Because another thing I, I think is worth mentioning is, honestly, uh, the couple of records that one of them sort of qualifies for being dumb sounding, the other one, not so much, but... uh the two records that especially got me through the first half of the year were from 2021, and and they were things yeah. I didn't really discover until early 22. One of them was, which we've talked about, is the uh, Wolfgang Van Halen record, uh, Mammoth uh, WVH. Yeah, yeah, you really liked that record. Dude, me, me and our mutual buddy Dan swear and live by that record. That record's amazing. And everything, he did a reissue in the middle of the year, which is maybe how I could have cheated. And that had new tracks on it and all those tracks are great. So yeah, I really like
0: that record. I don't think that's cheating if you took the reissue there, but then it it makes it fair game to say like, well, I guess the Kiss reissue works. Yeah, I really was just trying to be like, you know, I'm listening to heavier music from the 80s and sure And, and there's
1: two ways to do this right there's like let's talk about the new music or there's just like what was the music and the experiences that we had in 2022 regardless of when the stuff was made and if we were to talk about a you know put a wider lens on pop culture and talk about books or movies or something i might say what were the best reading experiences or viewing experiences that you had instead of just saying like what's the best stuff that came out this year but i think we do listen to enough stuff that we can talk about new music today
0: yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. But to go back to your original thing, I- I'm listening. Like, if you go to my like Spotify top twenty, it's like the number one, the number one artist is Weezer, and then there's like. Deftone songs, and I was oh, listening yeah. to it kind of falling asleep the other night. I heard, it. it's just one of those days. You? And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, break stuff.
1: Sometimes the algorithm really d- it doesn't take into consideration general taste. It just I, is like, unless it was the right ear, and it probably played on Modern Rock Radio around the same time.
0: Well, the the thing is, is that I did play it a lot this year, and then <laughs> I was going to go, I was going to go, I had a gift card to go to um the place where you mash up stuff like you just they, there's like tvs and
1: oh the, yeah you smash it. stuff not ma- mash up is musical smash yeah. up is bill what McClintock you do with a sledgehammer is, yeah. yeah
0: bill mcclintock or, or or nothing so but yeah um and i was gonna just put you bring you can bring music and i was just gonna have break stuff on repeat and so oh, I, yeah hell yeah I, I fantasized about it a lot. And so I listened to that song. So so here's the other... And that
1: song's idiotic, it, right? It's dumb. It's dumb. And there is stuff on my list that's new that I would put in the same category as Break Stuff. We'll talk about that. So there is... Let's do it. Well, I, first, before we want to do that, I want to talk about the other record from 21 that soundtracked a lot of my 22. And that's a record that I'm sure I called you about and tried to talk to you about, and that is the 2021 Noga Eras record. Uh, Noga Eras. N O G A e-r-e-z she is an israeli woman who does hip-hop i guess is what you would call it um but i listened to that there's two versions of that record there's a version of it that i think came out in like 2020 and then there's a version that they put out the year after that was uh they she called it um like kids against the because the record was called kids and so She called it uh, like Kids Against the Machine or something, and she actually recreated all of the tracks without loops and drum machines and stuff and did it with all real instrumentation. Both versions of the record are amazing. Uh, I did think about honoring her and putting out a 2022 single that she was featured on uh, as a way to get around and put her on my list but man it's really the newer singles it's not, it's not what I like it's that record that record is called yeah. Kids so anything off of Kids I'm just going to play a second off of End of the Road uh, so you can hear what this sounds like but man this, this was probably my favorite record of the year even though it didn't come out in 2022
0: I'm coming, I'm coming I don't know what really really happens at the end of the road
1: I also say I didn't play this, but the other track you need to hear is her cover of "Industry Baby," the little Nas X Jack Harlow song, which is unbelievable. So Noga Ares is is one of my favorite artists right now, and I'm I'm very excited to see what she does in can the next you, couple of years. Can
0: you send me that track so I have that so I can I can listen to that. So you can listen to it with
1: the windows down with your daughter in the car? Yes, it's going to yeah. make the playlist. I'm telling you the yeah. whole record is just absolutely Yeah. It's great. And there she yeah. did put out a record or a song in 22 called Nails and there's in Nails is goofy. It's just a goofy song um where she yells a lot of curse words but there is a remix with Missy Elliott so you really oh, wow. you really check all the boxes for old dudes like us it's like yeah. wait Missy Elliott's here
0: who, who let Missy Elliott in i'm so excited yeah, yeah. The record that's disqualified for me, Brian, was the Idols record crawler that came out at the end of 2021. That was the end of twenty
1: one. We almost could have yeah. counted that.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I got to see them this year, finally. I am so I, I was so excited
1: self. that you got to do that, and I
0: almost yeah. went with you. I really wanted
1: to, and it just didn't work out.
0: Well, here's, here's what was funny, dude. Here's where old dudes, I mean, I'm almost a half century old. Old dudes, like, sometimes you can't stay out super late, so it's like eleven. And I know the set list because I looked at it from the night before and I realized I'm I'm like five songs still left, you know? Yeah. And so I'm I'm two hours from home. So I made I had to bolt. I couldn't stay for the whole show. Oh, man. And so I used Waze and I was, you know, coming back home and it was like. The next thing is like, take exit 73 to blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, there's an accident. And, you know, it was a freaking ridiculous accident because I went down a two lane road. Oh, I've done this. I've done this exact
1: thing at 11 o'clock at night coming back between that road. It's because Cincinnati to where we live, there's like one way and it's one highway. And if anything goes wrong on that highway, you're screwed
0: got it i did i just didn't understand this experience because i was almost on a two lane road for about almost a half hour yeah you have and to got, that's the only way you can get around it if it's bad and and, and i never think about stuff but it was kind of scary at moments cuz i was like <laughs> oh man this this reminds me of home like was, uh, yeah who's going to come out of
1: the who's going to come out of the woods with a pitchfork i hear you yeah do you want to go first Brian? uh yeah yeah we can i'll do that um you i guess we'll just go 5 and 5 um, will you do all yours and I'll do all mine. Yeah, that's oh, that's probably easiest. All right, let's okay. just let's get the unintelligent crap out of the way. This, uh, <laughs> so at some point, and I don't know if we've talked about this. We've talked about regional things before, uh, you know, and, and trends. And we've talked about Canadian music and how it's different. A lot of people don't know this unless you've lived there. But there is a music scene that encompasses three states: Texas, Oklahoma, and Arkansas. So a lot of people know I lived in Arkansas for a long time. It is, if you live, you know, a lot of people call it Texas country. Uh, It's often referred to as Red Dirt Country. And it is a little bit more like, think Jason Isbell musically, but, you know, still pretty redneck in its lyrical content and not necessarily always, you know, not ultra conservative like regular country music, right? So there was this, I, I came across a guy's name at some point this year, and I have to like spell it because it's hard. You're going to hear it and be like, what? Co Wetzel, K-O-E,
0: W-E-T-Z, yeah. I think E-L or L-E. I don't, so, I, don't know, I don't know the music, but I know that. So I've his name, that you're name, you're starting to see his name. Here's the thing.
1: Yeah. I, here's, here was my introduction to him. I was looking around on the internet to figure out like who he was because I saw he, he was going to play somewhere or something. I was like, who is that? And I saw a video on YouTube and he was at the BOK Center, which is a huge arena. In Oklahoma City and I thought oh cool I wonder who he's opening for and so then (laughs) I googled the date and he wasn't opening for anyone he was headlining the BOK Center a big arena in Oklahoma City now in Kentucky or probably in New York or Pennsylvania or North Carolina shouts to all our friends in North Carolina listen to the show you probably don't necessarily know who this guy is he's huge in those three states but he's starting to break out now this has happened before there's been guys like cross Canadian ragweed and Pat Green and they have broken out anyway the guy put out a new record in September. It's called Hell Paso. Super original, and it is the lyrics are so bad. Uh, he's a misogynist.
0: He's a total asshole. Uh, oh, hit hit me with this misogynist and, asshole country music.
1: And let me just tell you, there was a period in September where this is all I listened to for like a straight seven days. Like I probably know every lyric on this record. It is what garbage music. It's like I am a, like I am mainlining Taco Bell. Bean and Cheese Burritos Where is my Brian And what have you done with it I'm what worried people are gonna this, I think people are Gonna be worried about me But dude This song Is a Fucking Jam And it's It is Possibly my favorite song of the year It's called It opens the new record Hill Paso After some weird intro And it's called Creeps I don't need your love I don't need
0: your sympathy I don't need your heart. I just need some sober slate. Keep me in the dark. When you've been lying next to me, slipping on the secrets you cave, Yet, yeah, as shit gives me
1: a crape. It only gets worse
0: and catchier from there, Murdoch. La, 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 la. And I heard the guitar <laughs> come in because it, sometimes sometimes when you hit play like I get it a little later, like there's a bit of a pause, and then I heard the guitars and I was like, oh my god, it's it's a Chili's commercial, like that other thing. <laughs> I'm telling
1: you, dude, the whole record the whole record gets me. and so if you could just put aside your morals, uh I highly recommend Co Wetzels. El Paso and that song, The Creeps. Okay, number two, I like a little more, and it introduced me to a really interesting phenomenon this year, which is the rise of the TikTok artist. Uh, there's, I'm sure, think pieces about this, and maybe I'd be interested in your opinion. But what Sirius XM has a channel? Does do a they rating? really? Oh my yeah, God! Really. So here's the thing that I don't think is being discussed all the time when you talk about TikTok artists. People, especially, I think the pandemic sped this up, and this is the story of this band: a brother and a sister who were quarantined together in their... I think they're in their 20s. And they started writing music together. Now, they didn't have a history of this. They didn't have a band they went out and performed with, etc. They just wrote a bunch of songs. And then they formed a band, and I think they played some stuff locally. And then all of a sudden, because of TikTok, and because of the order in which they did these things, they had the ability to actually go tour across the country. And they launched a tour that working through independent venues went from one end of the United States to the other end of the United States. Their band is Dury, D-U-R-R-Y, and that's, I believe, their last name. And the songs are half serious, half tongue-in-cheek, and they're catchy as hell, and they become these personalities on TikTok. So I went to see this band play, and they weren't very good. But the, and live, the songs are great. They're not very good live. I love you. If, you. if you were for somehow saw you got tagged on Instagram and you're listening to this, I want the both of you to know, the brother and sister involved in this band, that I love you and I love what you're doing. So keep it up and you're going to get there. But I think they probably, I mean, they sort of admitted on stage, like we don't really know what we're doing. This is all brand new to us
0: because fame got, it's backwards. They- oh, it's real fast. You're playing gigs and you're just.
1: Yeah, you, are, you have was, an audience faster than most. You know the the typical way rock and roll grows, right? Is that you start in a basement, you're not playing, you're playing for nobody the, for years and the, years the ten, and
0: years. The ten thousand hours rule is important when with that because if you rehearse enough, like right, and you'll, I'm not you'll know it by, you'll know it backwards and forwards, and you're not you're going to be sharp all. the there's time. There's no shade
1: on on TikTok, folks. But what I'm saying is it's hard to make that transition. From being a TikTok personality who can play, who can plan out their stuff, to then all of a sudden bringing in the live element and driving across the country and playing music, right? And so, there. Honestly, though, the songs are so good and silly, and there were two of them in my top five uh, on my most played songs on a streaming service this year. I couldn't decide which one to pick. This one is the one I probably have the most fun singing along to in the car. And th- he explains when they play this that he was trying to write a stadium anthem, so it's supposed to be sound really big. But it's a song about him being a very large person. He's six, you know, six and a half feet tall or something. And it's 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 the idea is a six and a half foot person writing a love song to a five foot person. So the song is called Big Boy, and it's supposed to be done in the style of like a big arena rock song. And it's goofy as hell and a lot of fun. It's a long way down when you're I'm sick. So dumb. I'm telling you, these aren't intelligent picks, but that song's really fun to sing in the car.
0: Um, I love that. That sounds great. Uh, I want I want you to send me your top five so I can put it in a, like, a little playlist that are like, these are Brian's five. Brian's dumb songs.
1: Uh, so uh, l- listen, we're going to do that for the listeners. So we'll make sure we post the links and maybe we'll put it in our link tree uh, if you uh, access us through Instagram. But... Yeah, I'll put your five songs that are intelligent and super thoughtful, I'm sure, and then my five dumb songs. Uh, I'm, I'm keeping it up with the dumb songs. My number one most streamed song this year, and this is, uh got something in common with you. It, it's a song by a band called Billy Talent. I'm pretty sure it came out like in January, and so I've literally just listened to it constantly for a year. didn't listen to the rest of the record. The record's called Crisis of Faith, but this song has... They're a, they're a Canadian band who has definitely... Uh, benefited from the Canadian cultural policy. We've talked about a lot on the show uh, and they've been around for 20 ish years. Um, I don't know if you remember them, but they used to, I mean, they've done, they, they've played warp tour. They've toured around the country quite a bit and they've opened for much larger bands. They sort of get lumped in with emo, but like not really. They're sort of like a straight ahead rock band. Uh, the guy, one of the guys had big hair. That was like sort of their trademark thing for a while. That was really tall, um, but they put out this record and this is a song where he sings with rivers cuomo and it's got an absolutely unbelievable guitar solo in the middle of it and it is my probably undisputed favorite song of the year especially if i'm not going to claim co wetzel in public this one i'll claim in public it's called end of me and it's from uh, the billy talent record crisis of faith here you
0: go down a dead end street like a black cat following a limousine. A brand new problem every time we meet. Yeah. But the same old <laughs> reason that the grass ain't green. So self entitled, then your talk is cheap. Leave a rumors
1: p-Rumors hasn't even showed up yet. Every
0: time you like oh, I wanna hear rumors. You but I just won't leave. Cause I can't help caring about a friend in me. You drag me down the wall, oh, so deep.
1: I'll save it for when people go look it up themselves but there's a bridge that they go into after the second time they do that chorus that is just absolutely makes that one of the best songs ever uh it's it's so good and i so here's what i'm learning as we're doing this together uh these are songs that all sound really good loud in the car especially Uh if you hang out with an 11 year old a lot So we like to, you know, air guitar and air drum to these songs. I think that's respectable. That's my excuse. I'm
0: working through a lot on the podcast right now. I hope everyone is enjoying this therapy. <laughs> I, I, if this is therapy, like, I'd like to just reach over here and give you a hug. But yep. you keep going, buddy. Please hear the rest of these songs. These are great. I got, t- I I got like two more. Thing.
1: Okay. This one I'm totally unapologetic about. Uh spent a lot of time this year listening to the new Frank Turner record, FTHC. Uh, Frank Turner is an unbelievable artist, and if you've never really done through his back work, you may love it, you may not, But uh, stylistically, but he's an incredible songwriter with a great story, and got to see him live smack dab in the middle of the year. It was a beautiful experience, planning to do it again in the middle of next year, probably, Um, but I I couldn't really figure out what song to put on this list off that record, and I'm choosing this one which is called the work and it is a song about being in a long-term relationship and how much work it is and i can relate to that and uh it's also a banger so the work by frank turner points for the fact that he's British and he pronounces it garage in the middle of the the second verse there. I just cleaned out the garage. I don't know. There's something that seems way classier about that than saying you just cleaned out the
0: garage. (laughs) It's a catchy song, man. You're listening to catchy songs.
1: That's the other thing. I don't give a fuck anymore. It's like, give me catchy or give me death. Uh, So the last one is a guy who I've been following for a few years uh, from Seattle. Not a big name, but he's putting out Consistently excellent records And now he's leaning into being Much more upbeat, the first few records Were really bedtime records for me um, That were a little more softer, singer songwriter But had a great vibe This new stuff he's putting out Is much more straight-ahead rock and roll And this song has got an amazing Classic rock reference in its hook uh, I've probably sent you this song I hope I have, uh, it's, a, it's a guy Who just goes by the name Cataldo Out of Seattle, Washington And this song is called If You're a Lifer I'm Led Zeppelin 3 your Holy Diver. Which, which 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 one are you? Are you if are you Led Zeppelin three to my Holy Diver
0: or vice versa? Gosh,
1: I <laughs> like how serious you're considering that. I,
0: I I am I am I am. It's just Ron, is it Ronnie James Dio or Rainbow in the Dark? Which 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 thing? What was What's the hol, other one? Hol, uh, holy Diver or Led Zeppelin three? Oh, it's Holy Diver. Oh. I don't know. Led Zeppelin three is a whole, you know, 45, 50 piece minute, you know, and this is that's a track. I don't know. Can I be your Led Zeppelin three? You can be whatever, whatever you would like me to be. You're
1: you're my Led Zeppelin three to uh, me being your co-Wetzel, the creeps. (laughs) 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 Let's never speak of that guy on this podcast again. Let's do yours. Tell me, uh, tell me about your number, uh, your number five.
0: Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um. So, okay. So, first, we're going to start with a guy named Tony Mo- Molina is his name. And if if you live anywhere that has uh, this fake guy who doesn't actually sell cars, whose name is Tony Molino, it's really weird when I sometimes see his name and I think about these car commercials. But anyway, so Tony Molina has this, he, he was a hardcore kid, hardcore bands, and then eventually it was. 2012 he hit he hit a solo record and i remember that year i listened to that record crazy and all the all the songs are a minute and a half um so imagine guided by voices short songs but they're all like either these really pretty pop acoustic songs or they're they're like jay mascus and red cross like red cross and weezer where it's like, there's this beautiful melody, and then there's this metal solo, and the song is over. So that is that is him in a nutshell. And if you like this song, the rest of them sound exactly the same. Uh, and he had a record came out this year that was called "In the Fade. This is called The Last Time.
1: Tell her that I need her. Well, still me yeah you sent me some tony Molina this year and I definitely uh indulged that's good stuff
0: oh yeah I mean and if you like that one they all sound exactly the same <laughs> um, and those guitar solos are all kind of the same like they're kind of metal and then they're kind of like Boston you know I don't know how to explain it
1: yeah no it is there is this like uh, excellent appreciation when people nail it right where it's you know it's all sort of you're like this is so rock and roll and then you're like but it's also a little bit cheesy and I can't decide and I don't care anymore and that's i think that's what we've come to is that both yeah. of us don't care if it's if yeah. it seems cheesy to anyone else
0: uh yeah. tell me about number two Okay, number two, 100%. Sylvan Esso, a big favorite artist of mine. Here's me kicking my ass from back, to the, back in time, back from the future, with, for me, listening to two people on a stage playing, and there's no guitar, and there's no drummer. Um, and I absolutely love them, and I've seen them twice, and I would do anything to go see them again. Super fun. Um, and it's made up of a duo that are a couple. Um, it's Amelia who, Amelia uh, Meath, I think that's how you say her last name. She she was in Mountain Man. Uh, this is a three-piece, like basically like a vocal trio, these three women. Um, and then it's her, um, her partner, uh, uh, Robert. I think that's his name. Um, and so they're super terrific. And I love everything that they do. And they put out a record this year too called no rules sandy it's a little bit of a departure of what they've been doing before they've been together for eight years um but this one is called didn't care i thought you were good and old but i didn't hold you in my mind i was busy playing shows you were busy wasting your time
1: Oh, good God, that's like candy. I, I see a oh. playlist in the future that is just a mix of Sylvanesso and Noga Erez. Very excited oh. about making that. That's gonna be fun. Cool.
0: Well, let's do that together, buddy. I'm all in. <laughs> Give me all your Sylvaness
1: tracks. That is that is great. That's the that is so good. I love that. Um, yeah. So this next band, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna let you talk about them, but I will say that I didn't know you were listening to them. And there was a point during the year where they were in town, and I was thinking about going. And I wish I yeah. known because we could have gone together, and it might have been really epic. So tell us about the Chats.
0: Yeah. So the Chats, um, they're from uh, Queensland, and they uh this i'll make this funny as shit so if you don't know about the chats in 2017 they put out a video that uh you know it's brian and i have worked at places where they're like let's make this go viral it's like no no girl (laughs) we can't just make shit go viral but they had a song called smoko and i remember my daughter saw it and i was like holy shit you're listening to the chats um, and man, I would love to have taken her to see the chats too. So this is my favorite thing to say about the chats. They have four records that they've released. So there's two EPs, there's a self-titled and their self title was 2016. And then the next record record was <laughs> called Get This In Ya. Uh, and then those are the two EPs and they had two studio albums. And the first one during during the pandemic 2020 was High Risk Behavior and this year they put out a record called Get Fucked. And I want to <laughs> explain from down under, it is impossible for these bands around that, anywhere around that area to to not have bands that are super influenced by ACDC. And these guys are kids. I mean, they look so they look like they're in high school, but yeah, they're they look not, really young. You know, they look super young. Um, so this song is amazing. And uh, if you look at it, it's 6L GTR but that's 6 liter GTR and this is a uh, the chats from get fucked <laughs>
1: Six later, cheetah. Six later, cheetah. Six later, cheetah. I'm kicking my own ass for not going to this show. I'm I so know, irritated that we didn't do that.
0: I know, and and I would have taken my my twelve year old daughter for Wait, sure. Wait,
1: what's the what's the song about getting on the bus or whatever?
0: <laughs> God. Bus is it bus money? <laughs> bus money. Yeah. yeah, that was that was <laughs> it was interesting is that what's really interesting is that she saw Smoko, but bus money was the one that stuck on her she like that That was the one she listened to more so
1: that's amazing
0: uh all right and my last two have i'm gonna make them epic i won't talk too much but i'm gonna make them epic in their stories so the the next one that that's on my list number four is a bang it's tuck smith and the restless hearts. So I have to tell you about Tuck Smith. Yeah, this is a band
1: I do not know anything about. I I, I oh. at least recognize a little bit about everybody on your list, except for these yeah. guys.
0: Okay. All right. So Tuck Smith um is originally from Atlanta, and he banged it out in this amazing thin Lizzy, like rock, just kind of glammed out t-rex band called biters the biters
1: oh yeah 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 yeah. okay so yeah. i know biters
0: I, for sure and i and i loved them. yeah you were a big and biters fan they were going to play it louder than life right here right the, the, i that remember festival. this whole thing and that's they, what i was going
1: to say you were you had were like gonna, a whole plan to go see them
0: yeah and then they did not make their noon uh they didn't make the curtain and so i i heard that i read i think on their facebook page that someone got arrested Oh yeah. Um, I forgot then, about this. And then and th- so then they went um like the next night and played in West Virginia and there's a couple of track a couple of those songs that are on YouTube and it's amazing. So but anyway, they broke up and uh they the band posted a thing on there about, you know, like we're no we're going on infinite hiatus or whatever. And then he went on his 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 Instagram page and said what really the deal was it's like, you know, this, this label is not supporting us. And this, you know, this is going nowhere and like, this is just ruining our career. So what? So, yeah. So he's like, you know, he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to do a solo record. That's what I'm going to do. Um, so he does, he gets together with some other guys and they demo some records and, uh, and, and uh, song's, and of all the people that Tuck Smith gets to produce this record, he he gets Rob Rob Cav- Cavallo. Really? That guy. Yeah. And for for every all of our listeners, I'm just gonna run down the list. So first, Green Day. I was gonna Duki. say he
1: is he is the Green Day guy. That's yeah, really what right. you need to know about Rob
0: Cavallo. And also, Lincoln Park, My Chemical Romance, Eric. Uh, Eric Clapton, the Goo Goo Dolls, the Dave Matthews Band, Kid Rock, Jawbreaker, Alanis, Black Sabbath, Phil Collins, Paramore, Sixpence <laughs> None the Richer. Listen, I'm going to little Peep, I'm going to break this Down.
1: I'm, I'm, that's crazy that he did a Little Peep and Shine Down. I'll break this down for you though. Like about every other person you said for the first half of that, the reason they worked with him was because of Green Day. So, Absolutely. yeah, I yeah. mean, there, there is a lot of how do I get to where I can be like Green Day? And the yeah. answer was Rob Cavallo. Rob Cavallo is heavily featured in the Dan Ozzy book uh, called Sellout, which I highly recommend. I'm sounding like a guy who hosts a Rock and Roll History podcast, but it's an amazing yeah. story about him being the right fit at the right time for Green Day. Like he was sort of a fledgling guy in the record industry and Green Day makes his career and then... Yeah. Obviously you just heard his resume.
0: Yeah, and and so um a- absolutely. So so here's the here's the crazy thing that's funny that you don't know who Tuck Smith is because when his name popped up one day when I was on the screen, I could not believe it because in the year 2020, 2020, like they said on Conan. Yeah. In the year 2000 um so he Tuck Smith and the Restless Hearts got a really cool opening act on a on a stadium tour. And they were gonna be the opening act for Def Leopard, Motley Crew, and Poison. Really? Tour cancelled COVID. Um record stalls. And then so 2021 comes around and they cancel the stadium tour again. Holy crap! Tw- and uh, he puts out an EP. Uh, he puts out a like a, a an of EP of uh, his songs and an EP of cover songs from in the in the pandemic. He did that. Um, and then the you know 2022 came around and tucked it and Tuck didn't get the call for that gig. That's right. So so, I mean, like fuck. So I want to tell everybody it's just this is a crazy rock and roll story to happen to a guy. But this guy looks he's he's kind of hot and he looks so rock and roll. It is freaking ridiculous. And he's a great songwriter. And when he goes all thin, Lizzy, it is nonstop amazing. So it's this is he put out a record this year. Uh, His this LP came out and it's called Ballad of a Misspent Youth. (laughs) And this track is called Girls on the East Side of Town.
1: so good too
0: good uh, lord uh yeah and so i love his the band the biders were an atlanta band and so he you know when all i mean it sounded like that it must have been really a drag and nasty how the band broke up and stopped playing um and so now they the headquarters for this band of course is not in atlanta can you guess where they move? where he moved to where that band is at oh man new york city Nah, it's Nashville. Nashville.
1: So oh yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. I was actually gonna say Nashville, but I think it's more of a, you know, sleazy inner city sound. But uh, dude, that yeah. is, you know, you know my love for Thin Lizzy, and I'm, I'm sure I've told this on the show before, but I worked with a guy who we both loved Thin Lizzy, and we would often we had a another guy. There was like an operations manager in the radio station we worked in who was going deaf, and we would often mess with him by reciting lines from Jailbreak back and forth to each other. Oh yeah. And yeah. he would overhear it and not understand what we were talking about and try to play along because he was trying to play off that he couldn't hear us. Not very yeah. nice, but it was fun and made me laugh. <laughs> Still makes yeah. me laugh.
0: Hey, hey, hey Murdoch, you know tonight I think there's gonna be a jailbreak. <laughs> hey, one other thing about Tuck Smith um is that if you watch shows on YouTube, the Biter shows, like he's really funny. Like the stage presence thing is is super duper funny and there's one song that's called so many nights the biters has it's called so many nights and the video cuts in and he goes he goes i don't know maybe i was a bass player in a thin lizzy tribute band before i was born anyway this song is a complete ripoff of any thin lizzy song and people say man you don't know what you're doing i know what the fuck i'm doing And then the the song starts playing and you hear Thin Lizzy and like the crowd like it's like, yeah, (laughs) because it's it's a Thin Lizzy song, like totally 100%. And and I don't think there's anything wrong with being like, hey, you know, ACDC is this is our favorite band. This is this is what Butch Walker
1: did. Butch Walker made a whole career out of this where he was basically ripping off Thin Lizzy and Cheap Trick and stuff. Right. And and in several different bands and then under his solo name. And then yeah, I mean, you know. He's still doing it so I'm I'm all for it okay you got one more we've been yammering about music like a couple of best friends for quite a while so uh, hit us with the last one
0: okay so I don't know if everybody ha- anybody had this record because it was it was a let me just say we're gonna talk about kiss for a minute and here <laughs> we go so this is this song uh, was released actually a long time ago um, in 1980. Um, If no one knows, Kiss had a a compilation album. Um, They had one called Double Platinum that came out in the 70s. And so this was the second one. It was called Killers. And it's interesting because you get to see um, Eric Carr in makeup and Ace Freely's in makeup. And Paul's still wearing the makeup. It has the purple headband around his head when he was playing when they did TV stuff for The Elder, which was that enormous failure before this so um, phonogram was there that's what label they were on phonogram and they they asked you know since they had this record that was a failure before it to put new songs on like like four new songs on this compilation and all four of these songs appear on the creatures of the night 40th anniversary box set and that came out this year thanks Brian for letting me have a a box set I, I think it's fair I think it's OK. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. I remember this song kind of from Killers, but what we're going to hear is the demo of of one of these songs. And so this is from 82 and it is totally Paul Stanley. Like there's no Gene Simmons garbage here at all. You'll know because it sounds like Paul, the backing vocals are like everything. I loved this song so much after I listened to it this year. I sat down to learn how to play it so I could, so I could feel like I wouldn't. And it's so much fun. So anyway, uh, this is Kiss. <laughs> I didn't want to, ladies. This is Kiss with nowhere to run. <laughs>
1: I don't feel like it'd be true to you if we didn't have Kiss or Motley Crue somehow represented, even when we're talking about music from the past year.
0: Uh, yeah, but yeah, Motley Crue's not going to have any. I think Motley Crue should have like a thing, like the Rockstar movie, where they they just eliminate Vince and hire a, a tribute singer, and you know, it's like. There's I mean, no a mix. lot of
1: legit bands have done that to varying degrees of success. I mean, it, sometimes it's Journey. not they're eliminating. Yeah, uh, sometimes it's because somebody has opted out or they've died. I mean, you, honestly, I saw every version of Stone Temple Pilots, and the one with Chester Bennington was actually really good.
0: Everyone told me that that was really good. He um, was really good as the frontman of that band. I I saw uh, Scott, and it was it was really good when I saw it was great he was like i don't know man there was he was he wasn't all the way like super skinny at that point but he was it felt like watching if david bowie like that whole david bowie thing just watching him dance yeah Uh, i just thought it was it was uh super fantastic i saw when uh anthrax got the guy from armored saint i saw that that was weird (laughs) and and then judas priest i guess because that was a real thing right that's what's
1: that's what you were talking about when you talk about the rock star thing right
0: yeah that because i saw that too um i saw them both around the same time yeah but uh yeah but anyway um hey guys thanks so much for listening uh and i hope that you're having a nice holiday uh and getting some take some time off from work as my my pal says uh doug in his uh, one of his more famous songs fuck a bunch of shit ass work so <laughs> I hope uh <laughs> hope you guys are doing great out there
1: so hey, wait do do you have any honorable mentions we need to throw in before we get out of here anything I'm that almost made your list wrong.
0: sure dude sure okay um, throw, throw me one throw me one okay Um. well there's things that we did on the beginning of the year uh, do I throw the Taylor Swift song at you oh yeah which one I mean, it's. I guess that's gonna. Ah, uh, yeah, man. Antihero. The, okay, well, no, no, no. Um, it's um. Which one? It was. It was the one that came. You know, like it came out later in the day, like in the evening. Whatever. It's a uh, bigger than the whole sky, off of uh, Taylor Swift's midnight's the 3 a.m. edition oh, so this is yeah. one of those extra tracks
1: i got really confused because my daughter started playing yeah. stuff and i was like that's not on the record i listened to and she's like well don't you know
0: there's the 3 a.m edition i was like,
1: "I can't keep up with this yeah uh,
0: yeah my um and um my one of my favorite bands ever is super drag and uh john who's the singer songwriter mainly in the band. Was in a band called the Rectangle Shades. Yeah, with a couple guys like there's like a a slide or whatever, and it's kind of almost country. Um, and he's not even the lead singer, um, but you kind of hear melodies that sound like what John's super like country super drag kind of things that he would do sometimes. So that that's like my two honorable. For sure. Okay. Other than Megan the Stallion's anxiety, how about that? <laughs> you just have three in there. All right, yeah. I, I got a couple
1: that I really. Uh, I'm putting on the honorable mentions for recency bias because they've been getting played a lot here recently uh, and haven't necessarily stood up to the test of time yet. But there is a band been around for quite a while actually, put out several things uh, called Prince Daddy and the Hyena, a name that uh, dates back to when the the two core members were friends in elementary school and used to play some weird game on the playground that they named Prince Daddy and the Hyena. They started a band named that and. It, you know, a lot of these younger bands, I feel like, you are really getting this experience of what it is like to watch a bunch of kids who grew up with iPods make music. And so this is a punk record, kind of, and especially their earlier stuff was was sort of punk. Uh, but I would say now this self-titled record that came out uh, in April of this year is, uh, it's like, you take... I mean, I hear everything from emf and jesus jones to say anything in my chemical romance and then i hear super dragon cheap trick like it's all sort of in a blender depending on the track and i'm just gonna play like a little bit of this song called keep up the talk to give you a taste
0: play cool and i'll never mention your suspect intentions on it known safe to play with you just them but don't really know these walls ain't much they'll call the club's honest oh, people that's, great. that's
1: all. all track to track that's, it varies that's, it's it's that's all over the place but it's that's hot that's cool very dancey and a lot of fun all right uh so hey uh, we have just this has just been totally off the rails and a lot of fun and i appreciate any time that you and i get to hang out and talk about music so i hope it was listenable and uh, i hope we've made a fun little playlist for folks uh you can find it um in we'll put it in the show notes and, you know, search, search for it on Spotify, and we will um, also put it on our link tree on Instagram, and you can you can jam along if you so desire to hear the the full portion of these songs.
0: Yeah, and, you know, if you want to talk about some music, or if you want to hear us talk about something, or if you've always wanted to know if something was real or not, if it was a rumor or innuendo, is it true? Are you too scared to ask? You can send us an email at wearethestoryguys at com, and maybe... We'll choose your letter to talk well, about your story. And I'll tell which, you what,
1: we got to do a mailbag episode before the end of the year. We'll we'll do we have- that as a bonus. We have so much mail. Thank you guys so much. Seriously, like I told Murdoch the other day, I was like, we got to do some mailbag because people are going to think we're not reading the email. We are reading the email. So we will uh, we'll catch up. Thank you for everything, um, including we got an email. I will just spoiler alert here. There was an email that was... Uh, Trying to match you on Motley Crue connections. You know how like you can connect everything to Motley Crue. Mm-hmm. Some, somebody just yeah. sent an email that was like, "Here's a bunch of awesome Motley Crue connections for Murdoch." So that's the kind of fandom that we have. And oh I, my god, I salute god. you. I so wanted- we'll do
0: that I- coming up. I want to give you a hug, whoever you are. I get to find out next time.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, we got, we still got uh, a few episodes before we hit 2023. Um, plus, we'll do some bonuses uh, and maybe a maybe a, a retold. Uh, thank you so much for um, hanging out with us in 22. And uh, what are they supposed to keep doing? I forget.
0: Keep telling stories, people.
1: Oh, yeah, that's it. You nailed it.